Welcome, True Believer readers, to another episode of Let's Read Spider-Man, the only podcast that breaks down hard-hitting dialogue such as, Last one in is a rotten egg. Here to provide analysis for that line, and so much more, is my friend Eddie. How are you today, Eddie? Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, I've had, you know, things going on, but I was happy to read these Marvel team-ups, and uh, last one is Rotten Egg. I'm ready to learn all about James B. All right, well, that's (laughs) that's one of Spider-Man's lines we're going to cover today, and we'll just get right to it. From January of 1978, Marvel Team-Up 65, featuring Spider-Man and Captain Britain in Introducing Captain Britain, authored by Chris Claremont, art by John Byrne, and inked by Dave Hunt. Peter is in trouble. He's late for a meeting with Dean Betty, but it turns out he's getting an exchange roommate from the University of Thames. With a living stipend of $50 a week towards rent, Peter can't turn down his new English roomie, Brian Braddock. Uh, Speaking of across the pond, we see two messengers from the European Magia meeting with a colorful yet mysterious assassin named Arcade. I, I really like this guy's style. Uh, he also makes me think of going to an arcade, which is one of my all-time favorite things to do. While another mysterious woman listens from afar, she hears the Magia messengers contract arcade to kill Brian Braddock in New York. Eddie, this is the first appearance of Arcade, who is a really fun villain. Yeah, My recollections of him are he's like a it's about the game, it's about the sport kind of guy, the way that we hoped Craven would always be. And when he gets hired by uh, Moran and Roke, these English uh, Magia, which for those listeners who are new, that's the Mafia, basically. <laughs> it's called the Magia. When he's hired by these guys, I, you know, I've never read the first appearance of Arcade. I just know that he is always about, I'm going to make this crazy, elaborate trap uh, world and people are going to have to try to survive it. So I didn't know he was a hero for hire myself. I just knew that he was definitely someone who loved to trap people in his elaborate schemes. Well, meanwhile, after a long night out with MJ and the gang, it appears Brian is resting, so Peter heads out to swing around town. But Brian sees Spidey and gives chase as Captain Britain. His limited knowledge of Spider-Man is that he might be a villain. Thus, the obligatory hero battle takes place. And once the pair calm, Spidey asks him for his backstory. Uh, Let's note here that in the course of this fight, Spidey figures out Captain Britain is his new roommate, Brian. Yeah. Why is that, Eddie? Because he talks with an accent and calls himself uh, Captain Britain, and he's got a British roommate? Because Peter has a British roommate with blonde hair? I mean... Very impressive that he put it all together. <laughs> you you actually, though, are like surprised he was able to put together. Right? Yeah, because no one could ever put together any of that information ever <laughs> in Spider-Man. But he's like, this guy talks like he's from England. He's like, where have I heard that accent before? I'm like, he's like, wait, my blonde roommate that looks like this guy. I just met. The backstory involves cosmic gods giving Brian powers at Stonehenge. As the female goddess says, we offer the great power, but also great responsibility. He grabs an amulet, giving him powers. Uh, They're using Uncle Ben's line, Spider-Man's line for Captain Britain. I'm not sure if I like that here. Do you think that those lines are like so unique that great power leads to great responsibility? You don't think that's just like kind of goes hand in hand? I guess so. And it's it seems very common, and it seems used, you know, regularly in all sorts of things. 
hasn't Spider-Man and the Thing played around with using each other's lines or Daredevil's lines yes. on him? I don't know which way did that go. Do you remember? I, I mean, there's been times when like, remember when um, uh, Nova was with Spider-Man? Basically, Nova took all Spider-Man's jokes. He just true. <laughs> did all but I even jokes. think the Thing was saying things like the he was doing oh, like the here yes. comes Daredevil. Lines oh yeah, because Spider-Man like said like it's clobbering time, you know, and I'm like, hey. <laughs> Right, and I think Daredevil's like, oh, no, you, you I, I don't like that. any of that. I don't like them. Oh, my all-time, you know, my all-time worst one is is when MJ starts calling other people Tiger, and I'm like, oh, hey, yeah. or when other people say Tiger, I'm like, whoa, uh, that is not okay at all with me. So, Eddie, I saw Stonehenge, and uh, two things. One, I thought good use of Stonehenge. Like, let's yeah. do something with it. Even though mm-hmm. I didn't like this whole weird god power thing, but you know, it's that's your book, and can't all be bitten by a radioactive spider, as <laughs> Spider Man says. Is a line in his book, by the way. But uh, I don't think they actually call it Stonehenge in the book. No, they don't they seem to name else. it, but it's no, but, an but iconic it's... British structure. So Okay, so, so far, Spider-Man uh, shows up. He's late for a meeting. The dean's like, you got a new roommate. He's some English dude. The English dude turns out to be Captain Britain. Uh, someone's hired to kill um, him, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Spider-Man and him battle for no apparent reason. They figure it all out. They go over their backstories. And, uh, you know, how's the yeah, story end? They're just uh, walking around New York because the cops are looking for him when a garbage truck abruptly snatches the pair of heroes. Captain Jean Wolfe stops in her, you know, Dudesburg, asking the garbage men if they've seen any superheroes. And they say no, followed by much maniacal laughter. I really like the look of this new villain. That is the shortest fight I have ever read in a comic. It's one panel. It's like... Kaplunk, and they're gone. So. Yeah, he trapped him. Yeah, he's... that was it. <laughs> Arcade has two sidekicks. He's got Miss Locke. He's got Mr. Chambers. Mr. Oh, okay. Chambers is the other garbage man who's saying, like, oh, I don't know what's going on. Boss, what do you think? You know? And, yeah. And, you know, and I like, you notice Arcade's like, he's driving the garbage truck. Yes, yes. He's not like, you know, how often do people send their cronies out to commit crimes? He's like right, right. there. He's in the thick of it. And I like, you know, I when I, I noticed him at the end, I caught... Captain Genie Wolf, you should have used your police detecting powers to see he's got his cufflink on underneath his garbage man outfit, too, driving the truck. I'm like, this guy's got style, that's for sure. I'm just sad Captain Gene DeWolf was not starting off eating breakfast back at the base and driving up. I hate when she just shows up at the scene. I like her. I like to see a little more of what's going on in her world, you know? Like, let's get. I'm being serious, of course, too. Hey, this book ends with Next Issue Murder World. Um, Eddie, Murder World is the big famous thing we've all been waiting for. That's like uh, if you meet Eugene Krabs and then it says, next episode, the Krusty Krab. You know, it's like, it's it's the bomb for what I remember. Um, I had a uh, TSR 1980s Marvel superhero module about Murder World. I will explain that to you right now. That means uh, basically Dungeons and Dragons used to have like a base set and then you would buy like modules that would be like the little adventures Uh, in your world that would be like the game cartridge that goes into your xbox you know or your disc in your playstation okay so they had it i just remember that murder world was one of the like modules you could buy so if you were like i'm i'm spider-man and the other person's like i'm captain america like the dm would open up and things say you're going to play the murder world adventure and you'd have to escape from murder world because like that's how popular it is i don't know if i still own that it's probably 50 50 it depends if i sold that whole thing or I just kept it because you wow. know what am I going to do with the 1980s I'll go digging but, around your basement sometime James B <laughs> I'll, I'll take a look it's probably only worth like 10 bucks but still alright want to hear about Murder World yes please 
All right, from February of 1978, Marvel Team Up 66, featuring Spider-Man and Captain Britain, Entrapped in Murder World. Authored by Chris Claremont, art by John Byrne, and inked by Dave Hunt. Spidey awakes inside a pinball with Captain Britain in the same circumstance. In a master control room, Arcade is thrilled at the prospects of playing a life-size pinball with the pair in Murder World, quote, where nobody ever survives. <laughs> Murder World is electrocuting and weakening the heroes when a vision of MJ helps Spidey summon strength enough to break free his bonds. He frees Captain Britain too, but they are quickly tricked into two separate twisted fun houses. I, I gotta take a minute to describe Murder World. I think you did a good job of kind of talking through like with your game what it what it was kind of like, but we get this great full page and it's got like Spidey and Captain Britain going in a giant life-size pinball machine. And I mean, the illustrations here are, are just great. I love how it's drawn like a evil carnival, you know, <laughs> everything. There, you know, instead of having a pinball machine with the usual things, there's like a noose, there's a bloody dagger, there's poison on one side, several skeletons. Uh, it's... It, it's just really dramatic and fascinating to see. And then, of course, with Arcade, he has this uh, facial expressions, which are, you know, they suit him so well. They, they've got completely different opinions, Captain Britain and Spider-Man, when they get trapped on page 11. Uh, Spider-Man's lines following his side of the panel down is, it's like, he's like, the ball is fading away. Cappy, we've been suckered. And then as he's falling, he goes, this is Spider-Man talking, he goes, dumb, 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 dumb. And he goes, so help me if I run into a little girl and a white rabbit with a pocket watch aisle. And then, you know, he has to face his yeah. fault. Meanwhile, on the opposite side, Captain Britain's like, have to hand it to the brains behind this operation. He snared us beautifully. He's like, I also have to keep reminding myself how dangerous this murder world is. But it's also so absurd. It's almost fun. <laughs> so Completely different opinions. Weird. Well, you know, when I'm looking at uh, Arcade's face... I'm really getting some Chucky vibes from him and like how he talks and behaves. He's like, oh, I'm so interested in putting these guys into this murderous contraption. There's a feeling of clockwork orange all about it. Um, just the way he's written and illustrated makes him a really fascinating, great character already. I I agree with your clockwork orange. I don't think there's anything Chucky-like about him. I mean, obviously he's... No, it's, it's doesn't. Not every person with red hair is Chucky. But uh, please continue. That's the face. Uh, well, Captain Britain finds his love interest, Courtney Ross, trapped with little time left before she suffocates. Spidey is in a colorful battle, but manages to rip a panel off a wall, exposing incredibly built electronic hardware. Spidey doesn't know how to sabotage the inner workings of Murder World. They're actually like too complex for him to understand is what he says so he just starts smashing things <laughs> meanwhile captain britain must win a type of claw game to save courtney <laughs> while the heroes attempt to overcome their twisted obstacles arcade observes from a main control room uh, i love this part where arcade says quiet both of you uh, don't ever disturb me in the middle of a game on page 18 um, he's yelling at his accomplice which uh, I think, what's Mr. what's the Chambers name of these two people? Miss, Miss Locke and Mr. Chambers are trying to tell him like, oh, by the way. Disaster uh, is happening. Like, yeah, bad things are happening. Yeah. Or you should keep it on. Spider-Man's on the, and then he's just like, don't interrupt. 
my game. There's something so. like, like I said, it's like a psychopathic about him. And I, I, it's just a great way this, this qualifies his character so well. It, it's very different um, from characters we've had before. Um, well, um, as the heroes are nearly gassed, <laughs> Spidey once again tears off a wall, allowing Captain Britain, the recently saved Courtney and Spider-Man to escape. Uh, they leap out of a New York sewer only to have Captain Gene DeWolf show up to save them from a couple of cops. Yeah, Murder World finally blows up as Spider-Man has wrecked its innards and arcade, you know, didn't want to be disturbed in the middle of the game. So that's the end of the overpriced Murder World. Yeah, well, he, he's standing in the wreckage of his masterful me- mechanical Murder World and cheerily informs his accomplice that he will rebuild bigger, better, and invite the one and only Spider-Man back for a rematch. Uh, I, you know, I was writing this summary, and I just had so much trouble with it. Um, the illustrations in this book are fantastic, in my opinion. Like, like I've said a couple of times already, the way um, Arcade's face is depicted with his like, evil facial expressions, I could say, and like his whole outfit, and then he's inside this like wild chamber with all these uh, Spider-Man and Captain uh, Britain crazy like spider-man is in a full-fledged war movie with helicopters and planes and i guess i i don't know why there's something about the writing that's different for me and it's combined with the illustration that i just have a hard time summary uh summarizing and talking about what happened in this book it's 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 a more unique book than we've had i think in a long time we've got a sponsor and we okay let's uh let's do the sponsor Eddie, do you love toys? Well, the Tinkerer has gathered three Marvel Team Up villains or experts to help design the newest line of Marvel Team Up action figures. Monster creator Baron Ludwig von Schupp, the Mad Thinker, and the Puppet Master have lent their expertise to create toys kids want to play with and collectors want to collect. This sixth set has three figures, and it includes... Oh, oh this is what you would interrupt with your guesses. Is, does it guess. include... Of course we would want a Spider-Man, although... This doesn't seem to be a theme for our Spider-Man podcast. Uh, Captain Britain, uh, Gene DeWolf, how about, why not? And um, uh, you have a, you want a I'll put Arcade in there, right? That would be go. great. Let's see, let's see how close you came. From Marvel Team Up 65, it's not quite Spider-Man, but it's very close. He interfaces with Peter. It's Dean Beatty. <laughs> Remember he says, that's okay, Peter. We've been waiting over an hour. And then he's the one who... Gives uh, you know him a roommate, which shows up to Captain Britain. So key figure in connecting the two characters. So if you wanted to have that scene again, uh, also for Marvel Team Up 65, um, we do have our first villain. It's uh, Magia Roke, and he's the one who says Arcade is the finest assassin in the world, and we need him. So we need someone to hire Arcade. <laughs> and finally, of course, I think you've been expecting this villain. Um, the, one of the main villains of the ba- of the show, of course, you know, the whole book and everything. For Marvel Team Up 66, it's the man when Arcade says, quiet, both of you. He's talking, of course, to Miss Locke, but we can't have her. But we're going to get, listen to this, supervillain Mr. Chambers. Eddie, it has extra clothes if you want to dress him in his garbage man outfit for Marvel Team Up 65. So once again, Mr. Chambers oh. with both sets of clothes. Um, hours of fun. These guys can interface i don't know if you have yeah. i'm assuming you have all the other 
uh, figures. Like you still have uh, Bushmaster oh, I, and, yeah, was, and Lieutenant Scarf. It might take me a while Doc, to find my Wasp one. <laughs> Dr. Alice, which one? The Which of the two Wasp oh, ones? For Janet Van Dyne and Negligee, you're talking no. about? <laughs> she shouldn't be hard to find. No, She's right the, by your the bedside. tiny one that comes with tweezers. That, uh, Tiffany has like 35 of them or something. <laughs> right. Well, they can... Mr. Chambers could be like, we're going to take care of them. And then if he's saying that, you could, if you didn't have Arcade, you could pretend Arcade's saying quiet, both of you. And Mr. Chambers could then be quiet. Yeah. You know, one thing these figures promote is a hefty imagination. (laughs) Perfect, perfect promotion. I'm glad that you, uh, you know. So uh, this is Marvel Team Up. You know, we only got, again, maybe another year or so of the the Tinkerers. Tink Bump Toys, Eddie. (laughs) Okay, Eddie, um, final thoughts on these books. Now, I put these two books by themselves, even though we normally have a lot of Marvel team-ups, because I thought these books, these are two almost like, I don't want to say award-winning books, but they're considered two of the better Marvel team-ups. Do they deserve that uh, uh, billing? Uh, yes. This, You know, I thought about it. I thought, what's different from uh, like a Mysterio encounter compared to this encounter? And it really is the character of Arcade. Like, even when things go really badly for him, he's just not stressed. It doesn't get a rise out of him. He feels so controlled and not bothered. Like, you know, normal villains are like, curse you, Spider-Man. And Arcade's like, ooh, I can't wait for the next time. It's like, you know, it's a different vibe. A good one, too. The first time I read about him is Arcade and Doctor Doom take the X-Men to Murder World. Oh. It's right after they do Days of Future Past. There's a whole sequence where Arcade and Doctor Doom take the X-Men to uh, Murder World. And uh, that's how I first introduced myself. was introduced to Arcade. And I think that it falls apart because I'm not sure if like Locke turns on Arcade and she works for Doctor Doom all of a sudden. Oh. Or something happens, you know, two villains, Eddie, they can't, you know, they can't get along. You know what I'm saying? No. It's not like, hey, great, we, we conquered the X-Men. It's always like somebody's got a problem with yep. it and, and things go south. But I was like, this guy is so cool. That's, that's my first introduced to him. He was in the, it's like three years from now as far yeah. as book time. His, so his de- really, his, really liked him. Yeah, his demeanor is just great. Really well, different. I, I don't remember him fighting Spider-Man again, but obviously he's got, you know, like 1,500 issues to figure that out. So probably a good chance they'll show up again. Um, if somebody wanted to write into us and tell us, like, of course he fights Spider-Man again, and here's where it was, how could they reach us? Uh, you can email us anytime at letsreadspiderman at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Twitter at Let's Read Spidey. And now it's time for the close. I'm James B., joined by... Eddie. And remember, listeners, if you need to ask Arcade for money or for a job reference... Or to help you move, that's fine. Just don't disturb him when he's in the middle of a game. Goodbye. Goodbye. Eddie, we didn't really talk about that line. What, don't disturb him in the middle of a game? No, last one is Rotten Egg. Oh, that's true. So Spider-Man is trying to rescue Captain Britain's girlfriend who was kidnapped in England. <laughs> he uses it there. Right?
and brought over here and placed in the middle of the game. Oh my. Right? Yes. And then there's a sequence involving like things really smell as well. And Spider-Man, of course, isn't going to whip up none of his masks because right. he doesn't whip up a mask yeah. in a Marvel team-up, right? Yeah, I mean, I he mean, whipped up the one the other day, but I'm not sure. Maybe it was Marvel team-up. Ah, he just doesn't whip out masks for the lightest of reasons. <laughs> but it's really smelly. Yeah. And he says like, oh, okay. Uh, and then coincidentally, because he goes, whew, oh boy, does it stink. What an incredible smell. <laughs> I've discovered it stinks even worse than gas. And then he's like, Spidey, the explosions. I hear him. He's like, and I get a feeling that I regret what I'm about to say. But last one, it is a rotten egg. <laughs> and then uh, the wolf's like, you know, Spider-Man's at gunpoint again. Again. And Captain the wolf's like, yeah, I'll bring these. I'll, br- I'll bring in these three guys myself, police officer. You can go deal with. Whatever else you need to deal with. Shady police organization. Yeah. She's like, I'll take two heroes and a, and a civilian by myself. Just me. Her and her, and her Dunesburg driving around town. Yeah. Exactly. This car's from the 20s she's driving. She's not wearing a hat the second time, is really? she? She's always really smoking sure. a skinny cigarette. Mm, she's classic. <laughs> I love her. She's great. Uh, all right. All right. It's not my favorite.